This is Inoculate, where every episode is a prototype. My name is Wendy Lim, and I'm your host. Inoculate is about planting the tiny, tiny, tiny little seed of idea through conversations and stories from around the world. Enjoy the show. everyone, welcome to the Inoculate Podcast. This episode, I have a fantastic person. Her name is Tamara Vrooman and she's a relationship coach and I'm going to get her to introduce herself. So Tamara, over to you to have a quick introduction about yourself and what do you do? Hey, Wendy, it's so nice that you're having me. I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, I'm Tamara, I'm 38 years old and um, recently uh, I have started my own practice as a relationship coach and right now I'm giving online and offline relationship advice to uh, people that have uh, problems in their relationships or people that are actually single and always attract the wrong partner. So uh, that's what I've been doing for the last uh, couple of months and it's super excited and I'm super happy that this dream finally came true. Tell me, what does a relationship coach do? Well, I can only speak how I do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it's really important. I have had therapy in my life. And when you have therapy with a psychologist, they're not really allowed, in a sense, to use their own experiences. And um, I had a couple of therapists, and they did that. And for me, that really... resonated to have this balance in between you me as a person when I coach people and with the the role that I have as a coach and um, and all the life experience so for me it's really important that in in every blog that I post because I also post a lot of blogs about this subject to Mm -hmm. educate people more about relationships I always put something that's in there that resonates with me. So normally when I write a blog, it's always about something that happens during that day. So I, it's really, I pour my soul into it and I advise people coming from that, what I call source energy, is really when I, when I have a session, I don't even have to think about the things that I say, it just sort of flows through me mm-hmm. and it's always connected to something that I am going through in my life. So it's, even giving the relationship coaching makes me feel connected with the people. And that is exactly what I wanted in, in my life. I wanted to experience this connection with the people around me. Mm-hmm. So that's, for me, it is about um, uh, telling people or giving them insights about how the, the, the things that happened in their past, especially in, in their childhood, how that affected their attachment styles in their relationships and um, and in what way they, act- they actually respond to certain struggles in their relationship and to be able to give them insight in that mm-hmm. so they can know how to um, yeah, sort of go to that feeling of pain that has started in the past mm-hmm. and really move through that pain and from that, from that point of view connecting again with, with the other person instead of doing the things that we always do, like picking a fight or being really offended or etc. actually to move through the feelings that happened when they were younger and then connecting from that new space, really. So what I'm hearing from you is you're helping your clients feel um, or rather make sense of what is happening to them. 
in a way also yes. by sharing your sense-making experience. Yes, exactly. And of course, I try to be really cautious that I'm not, I'm not projecting my mm -hmm. own stuff on them. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I have the feeling that I do. And then I say, okay, what I'm going to say now, I don't know if I get this from source, if it really comes from something bigger mm -hmm. or that I'm projecting, but there's the, you said, you just said something mm -hmm. and this comes up with this, this comes up with it within me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share this. And mm -hmm. then it's up to you if you can say if it's projection or not. And maybe sometimes it is, and I'm, I'm Yubin, but maybe a lot of the times it is actually something that resonated. And that is why I, 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 I start the subject about it. Mm. So there is this really holding that space to see, is this a source that's coming or is this a projection? But it's for the yes. other person to decide how it resonates with them. Exactly, exactly, mm. yes. Now, you also mentioned that you write a lot of blog and one of the blogs that you wrote or one of the articles that you wrote that kind of struck me was the one on to manifest the relationship that you want. And mm. I thought that was really intriguing. And I have been very curious in many ways of the things that you've written. And to begin with, my mm. question for you is that... Yeah. How do you actually manifest it? How do you actually get it out to the universe? Well, for me, there is two ways to look at it. Mm -hmm. Even if you're, there is a spiritual way and you can say there's a law of attraction and, and the moment you put something out in the universe, it will come to you. Mm -hmm. But there's also a psychological way. So even if people are not spiritual and they will get my relationship coaching, mm -hmm. it's actually another thing as well because we are all conditioned by things from the past. And so we all have beliefs. And, a lot, and we all think that these beliefs are true, but they are not true. Because if they were true, everyone would be triggered by the same things. And that is not, that's not true. Okay. So I, so I was single for eight years. And, um, and I found out like two years ago, that was because I had a lot of beliefs about why I was single. So I looked at relationships as prisons because mm -hmm. I was in a relationship once that felt like a prison. Okay. I felt I wasn't, I couldn't be free. It felt like my life was so much better when I was single than I, if I would mm -hmm. be in a relationship. Okay. And I always, if I met someone, even on the first date, and even if, if I liked that person, okay. I would say, just know I'm not re relationship material. I just want to have a mm. good time. Mm. So the moment you have beliefs mm -hmm. you, and you, you are unavailable mm -hmm. because of that belief, you will also attract either unavailable people too, okay. or you will attract people that are attracted to your un unavailability. So that means you attract people with abandonment wounds. Mm. So I kept on attracting these people that were really damaged inside. <laughs> and then one time, I was so fed up with this pattern that every time I did fall in love with a guy and he turned out to be this damaged person mm -hmm. that could not be in a relationship and he would be super incongruent and then he would reach out and then he wouldn't and we would be in this pursuer distancer dynamics and it just I just got so tired of it and then I realized this is me this is something that I am attracting there's something in my energy that mm -hmm. I'm doing and that's when I thought, okay, you know what? From this moment on, I will only connect sexually and romantically if this is a guy that is willing to do the work as well, is all in, and I will not settle for less. 
And now I even say I will only settle for more because if you say mm -hmm. I would settle for less, you yep. attract less. Yep. So now I say I only settle for more. The whole eight years that I was single, I had friends with benefits and I had a dates now and then. So for me, it was really easy to connect sexually with a person. And then I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. The next time I'm going to have sex, it will be with someone that I'm in a full committed relationship with. Mm -hmm. And then the universe tested me once by putting this very cute boy <laughs> there and we had an amazing date and then we went to my place on the second date and then before I knew it all my clothes were off it's like what is happening here it feels like he's in a rush and because I've read so much about the power of vulnerability as well mm. I was able to say wait hold on I feel there is something going on here are you in a rush because i don't feel good that that you're you're taking all my clothes off and then he said well yeah i'm going out later and i said but but i thought you were maybe going to spend the night he said no spending the night that's super intimate and i said having sex is not <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted to have sex with me but yep. not spending the night yep. and then i said but why won't you spend the night and then he said Oh yeah, I just got out of a really, really difficult relationship and I completely lost myself. So mm -hmm. I'm just looking for a friends with, with benefits. And then I said, well, that's not what I'm looking for. So I asked him to leave and that felt super powerful and very sad at the same time because I sort of thought this is going to be the guy, but it wasn't the guy. And then, um, then I had a Tantra coach myself and with her, I did a visualization exercise mm -hmm. where I really visualized, okay, how does this person feels, sounds, smells even, what does this person do when we are together? And I made it super visual. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then one and a half months later, I met him. I was on a retreat and there was this guy and we connected immediately and I've been in a relationship with him for the last one and a half years and recently we did broke up but that went in a very loving beautiful way mm. and with him i actually was able to uh, process all my childhood problems and all the pain and triggers that i had mm -hmm. and he could hold space for that and it was very intense a very intense relationship but it was exactly what i asked for mm -hmm. and isn't that so beautiful because when we put it out for the universe the universe's response with so much love it's almost like whatever you ask for the universe would give it to you so you have to be careful oh, yes. what you what you ask for yes <laughs> yes that's what i always say be careful what you wish for and yeah. also you, you have to be really specific as well because otherwise you will get someone and they're like yeah but that's not what i meant i wanted this but you forgot to ask so yeah you have to be really specific yeah it's it's it for me coming from the it industry almost it's like coding you know you have to code mm. it very specifically if you code it wrong yes. don't blame the program for giving the yes. wrong output because you encoded the wrong message or the wrong yes. request yes and i think that, that that's that's how the universe wor works as well we, yeah this is a this is a really good example yes yep so you mentioned that um in your article that you, you wrote that i created something specific and you describe it and you said about being vivid about this vision that you have tell me more how do you visualize vividly about the person whom you want to have a relationship with 
it's actually something that I work on every day right now mm -hmm. because the universe does send me people uh, that sort of, it feels like they match the description, mm -hmm. but then I found out it's not because then there's a certain thing. So for me, of course, again, I, the relationship that I was in mm -hmm. was had a lot of ups and downs because we really triggered each other's each other in our childhood wounds. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so the next one, I want this to be a stable man, a conscious but stable man. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, the universe did present me one of those men, mm -hmm. but then there were other things that weren't right about him. And it's like, oh yes, I should be more, more specific. So it's also like the universe listens every time it listens, yep. but then it's really up on, on myself to actually say, okay, is this really what I want? Because the, 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 diff, the challenge is that it's so easy to fall in love with a guy like that and then finding and going into a relationship and then finding out like, oh, but this was, was not in, Th this was not what I, what I wished for. So for me, I'm super conscious about the guys that I now attract in my life mm -hmm. and if they really match the specific desires that I have and if I don't I need to be really strong and say okay this is an amazing guy but this is not what mm -hmm. I really wanted mm -hmm. so it's an it's an ongoing practice everyday practice mm -hmm. so it's setting the criteria or setting the image of this person that you want and then yeah. making sure that when it comes along and it does not fit you find the strength yes. to say and you find the strength yes. to let go and say not yes. this one exactly yeah exactly. and yes. and how do you go about visualizing this you mentioned earlier that in your coaching everything about how he looks or how he mm -hmm. smells and everything um, can you elaborate more on that the visualization process i think it would be something our listeners would be pretty interested mm. and to find out more yeah, so I also recorded a guided med med meditation on it so mm -hmm. people can actually do it at home as well. Okay. And um, yeah, and like I said, it's really important that every day you ask yourself, is, is this still it or have things changed mm -hmm. for me? Because I talk a lot about relationship with my friends too. And then we also talk about, okay, so how would this ideal guy, guy look? And then sometimes extra things are added. So it's actually, it's not that you have to do that visualization once mm -hmm. you actually have to work on it constantly mm -hmm. but the moment you actually visualize it in a guided meditation it becomes really real because i think with that you have this image in your mind's eye mm -hmm. but also the image you can feel it in your body mm -hmm. if you visualize it with your eyes closed it sort of emerges with your body and your body that is that's the one that that is your body is the smartest thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not your brain, it's not your mind, it's actually your body that always gives signals if something is off or not. Mm -hmm. So I can really feel like a knot in my stomach when mm -hmm. I meet someone that is not aligned with what I want. Your body will yes. tell you if this is the right one. What does it feel yes. like when your body says, yes, this is the one? It feels, you feel a lot of space in your body, a lot of freedom, a lot of openness, a lot of peace and a lot of calm and a lot of uh, like um, a pulling energy. Mm -hmm. And if it's, the, if it's a guy that's really attractive and cute and he, it seems like he matches with you, then you feel a little bit, it could be really small. So you have to really pay attention and you have to really 
to to learn the language of your body mm -hmm. but it could be a small knot in your stomach it mm -hmm. could be a little clenching of the chest it could be like this thing it feels maybe a little bit suffocating so you really have to pay attention to mm -hmm. the small mm -hmm. signals of the body so there's this part that you we really need to tune into our own body to listen yes. to our body and to listen to yes. what is my what is my body telling me about this exactly and this for me the connection with my body that was the main shift in in my life i think it happened around two three years ago that i finally started to listen to the signals of my body and mm -hmm. that's when i realized like the body has all the wisdom mm -hmm. and the mind is telling us all these 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 tricks and mm -hmm. these things coming from ego but the body is actually the one that holds all the boundaries that holds all the needs mm -hmm. that holds all the secret because especially when when you're a child you're still so innocent and young and you only do the things that you like and love yep. you know you go out yep. to play if you want to go out to play but as an adult we sort of we we unlearned that skill so the body still has all the memory of the things that you really are in your true true core and it just gives out these these signals and there's like the emotional body is like an actual body to me because if I'm angry, I can feel it in my stomach. But if you, if I would put my body underneath, uh, if I would have an MRI scan or mm -hmm. whatever, the the MRI scan wouldn't show that I actually have feelings there. But I can feel it. I can yep. feel things yep. in in my lower belly, in my upper belly, in my chest. So there is actually an emotional body. Definitely, and sometimes, well, for me certain emotions like anger i can feel it in my face i can feel that yeah my face is burning hot and like exactly. yeah but that's yeah. i i think that is like to a certain extreme it's my body is screaming but we need yeah. to listen when the body is quietly telling us something and exactly. that is something that i'm really curious about so maybe some advice to our listeners if we want to begin to tune into our body what would you, your advice in getting people started in tuning into listening to their body? Yeah. I think it's really important to every night or every morning, mm -hmm. you can do a body scan meditation that is also on, on my, uh, I, I created that, that one too, so it's also available, mm -hmm. to really scan the whole of your body to become acquainted with it. Okay. Um, and then I think it's really important that you actually do exercises with other people. And that's why I think Tantra is so amazing. I've been only been starting to reading about Tantra and doing Tantra since almost a, a year. Mm -hmm. And there are these beautiful exercises that, that you can do to feel your boundaries in, in your body. And one of the exercises, for example, is um, it's, a, it's a funny thing. So you are with, with your partner and the partner says, can I touch your face? Mm -hmm. But in this first round, you always say no. Even okay. if you feel in your body, it's a yes. Okay. Can I touch your face? Can I touch your ass? You know, make yep. it a little bit naughty sometimes. Can I touch your, your leg? And say no, 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 no. Yep. And then the round after, but he, he doesn't touch it anyway. Yep. The round after, he does the same. But then you say yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. And he still doesn't touch it. And the round afterwards, you are actually giving an honest yes or no mm -hmm. and then they are allowed to touch and then you can still feel hey did, did this line up with what i wanted i did say yes when he said can i touch your face mm -hmm. but now he touches my face and now my body actually says says no mm -hmm. so there are these exercises that, that you can do with the other so you can really practice because we respond the the, the human 
kinds is wired for connection. Yeah. So the best way to practice these kind of things is to do exercises with another person. This is so fascinating. When, when you explain that, in my mind, I was picturing the exercise and I'm feeling that when you're really tuned in, you tune in also to listen to the incongruency between what you say and how yes. your body is responding yes. to it. It's like if it's yes. congruent and I said yes and yeah. my body say yes, it feels good. Mm. If it's not congruent, I might say yes, yes. and my body says no. And I feel yeah. the no. I, I feel it that this is not really what I want. I might have just said it to please him. But no, yes. I don't want you is, to touch me there. This is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. You are voicing this better than me. It's about that incongruency. Incongruency is a huge signal. So it is already used in normal psychology that mm -hmm. when you have a client that says that wants help and you give a lot of advice and the client doesn't do anything mm -hmm. with, with it, then you know that there's incongruency because words and deeds don't match up or words and actions don't, don't match up. Mm -hmm. And that is a signal. There is something off. And you might not know yet that there is something, what the thing exactly is. Mm -hmm. But if there is incongruency, immediately pay attention. There is something off. Mm. And that's when the discovery starts like, okay, what could it be? So it's also in, in, relation, in a beginning relationship, if a guy says, I don't want to have a relationship, but mm -hmm. he, he acts as if you are. He's cooking for you and he's cuddling you, mm -hmm. etc. But he says he doesn't want to be in a relationship. A lot of people say, no, 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 you should follow the actions. And the actions say that he's in a relationship with yep. you. But no, he said he didn't want to. There, there, there is something off. He's probably not honest about something or he's maybe using you a little bit or there is another reason. Mm -hmm. And it's the other way around as well. If a person says they are in a relationship and they don't answer your text back, text back like within a day and they only want to see you on Sunday, yep. then again, there is something off. So yep. you need to find out what it is. And this is exactly the same. So I'm so happy that you just said this because I did not even realize it works the same with the body. <laughs> so if the body says something and your behavior or your mind says something else, then there's incongruency. And then you need to pay attention like, okay, what is going on? And then you need to seek and research and and find out what is actually going on, why it's incongruent. Well, you can't see me here, but I'm pointing to the screen and saying, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, it makes so much sense. And connecting this back to what you mentioned about manifesting mm. the, the image yes. of the person that you want, mm. when you sense this on incongruency it's almost like yes run say no and yes. you know go yeah. back to go back to what you want and don't settle for less only settle yes. for more for more yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna tattoo the word incongruency on my arm this is <laughs> <laughs> this is huge <laughs> i'm loving it and and i yes. guess that in your career as being a relationship coach it's just it's about this, you know, helping your clients realize, am I listening to myself? Am I sensing yes. that when the yes. universe is telling me, sending me the signals that things are incongruent, am I yes. paying attention or am I making excuse for myself because I want to override that incongruency? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then the mind is so strong, so it will come up with all these excuses mm -hmm. why some behavior of another person is right, mm -hmm. what is actually not. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people also 
what they do is like, yeah, I know he's not giving me so much attention, but he had a he had a bad childhood, and he says he's working on it, and yep. so we idealize the whole thing, but the reality we miss. But the body already recognized that from from the first beginning. But mm-hmm. what we do and what I've done, like in the first part of my life, mm-hmm. I was so good at pushing away the, the signals of my body mm-hmm. that I got disconnected with my body at all. So mm-hmm. I had a mm-hmm. when I looked at my body, I had a head but there was no connection with my body. So even if someone would massage me, I could barely feel it because Mm. in order to survive, I had to do everything with with my mind because I had so many little traumatic experiences Mm -hmm. in in my childhood. Mm -hmm. And as a child, you cannot deal with those traumatic things because you think you're going to die. So I actually taught myself to look at the world with only my mind and only analyzing Mm -hmm. and completely shutting down my body and this is also why i think a burnout the burnout is like one of the biggest diseases now in in the western world mm-hmm. is because we are all taught right now to do everything with our minds mm-hmm. and we don't listen to our body and mm-hmm. that's also the reason why people can you know work too much for so many months and then suddenly they get out of bed and the body says no and the body they mm-hmm. cannot even move the body anymore yeah. But that means that you missed all the small signals that the body was already sending for for months and months and months. So Mm. isn't it great that the body has so much wisdom? (laughs) It is, it is. It's What came to mind when you explained that is almost like sometimes as a child or growing up when we experience a trauma, we go into survival mode. At that point of time, that, that... strategy worked at that point of time because it's survival but yes years after we still hold on to that survival mode Mm. and have not yet learned to live the current life that is not in crisis we constantly live in crisis even though the crisis is gone and this is exactly what is one of the main points in my relationship coaching Mm -hmm. is that i i I give people insights, so I ask about their childhoods, mm-hmm. and then I give them insights when in the here and now, mm-hmm. something has triggered that old childhood wounds that went into f- to survival states. Mm-hmm. I will let them see like, oh, the way that you responded yesterday towards your partner, that actually came from the childhood wounds where you had to survive and where you actually had to sort of cut off... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, where you actually created a survival mechanism yep. that was serving you at, at the time as a child, but now as an adult, it's actually doing the opposite thing because mm-hmm. yeah, now you're pushing people away. Yeah, I suppose it's the same both in, like, let's say, our career and our relationship. When mm, when yes. you start when you start tuning in both your body and mm. projecting and saying to the universe, "This is what I want." Then you yeah. have to tune into when the universe sends you things. Is this exactly. really what I want? Yeah. And if it's not, do I change my message, or do mm-hmm. I tell that person, yes. "Thank you, but no, thank you." Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And this is so funny because even today, I cut someone out of my life that was not in my frequency, mm-hmm. and not that it was she was better or higher or lower. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is. Already a year ago, my body was telling me this, but I was like, nope, 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 nope. And today I found a good reason to actually cut her out. Mm -hmm. And then I could immediately feel my body like, yes, 
it's like oh my god I, your your body is the is the frequency as well you know the body mm -hmm. picks up the frequency and the mind doesn't yet mm -hmm. and then when you change the frequency your body is like it's like this gratitude and these sparkles like mm -hmm. yes 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 you did the right thing and then it's like oh good i should have done this a year ago you know <laughs> oh god this is so fascinating i kind of suddenly when you're telling me that i suddenly feel and picture my body as this huge antenna or my 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 body is this antenna right and yeah. it's listening out to signals and and wow. vibrations so am i yes. feeling it am i yes. is what i'm feeling right or wrong and the, the cool thing is what i found out in the last couple of years when i started to learn the language of my body is mm -hmm. that now it becomes so strong mm -hmm. so if i do something that goes against my vibration or frequency mm -hmm. my body reacts so strong it just gives me this huge knot in my stomach that i'm forced now to actually mm. act accordingly mm. so now it's just impossible it cannot in the, in the past i could just deny it and just pretend it was not there but now it's so strong and it will keep giving me this horrible feeling until i find out what it is what is incongruent mm -hmm. and i'm like oh sure and then i act on it and then it's gone and the body is at peace again so yeah <laughs> wow it's it, it it does take time for us to really quiet our mind and quiet our body mm, and yeah. begin to yes. tune into the language of yes. our body yeah for sure yeah, and what advice would you give for someone who have never listened to their body? What advice would you give for them to begin this journey of listening to their body? It's actually a little bit the same thing as when you uh, hurt your toe mm -hmm. because you, you kicked you kicked something. Mm -hmm. The body is sending you a pain response, like you know, like mm -hmm. be careful you 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 had your tone hurts and if it was at the side of the bed for example for example you know maybe the next day you do it again but the third time you you won't do it mm -hmm. so this is the same when it comes to emotional pain mm -hmm. so if you experience a lot of emotional pain then you should know and you can feel that in in your body maybe you can only feel it when the pain is really 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 bad you know maybe mm -hmm. when a relationship ended or, or someone yelled at you or whatever but it starts with saying to when you have a feeling, a hurt feeling, saying to that feeling, close your eyes and say, hey, I hear you. Because feelings only want to be acknowledged. Mm. They don't want to have a solution coming from the mind. Mm. They only want to be acknowledged. Mm. So pay attention to the little things that you feel during the day, the little knots in your stomach, etc. And every mm -hmm. time you feel that, say, hey, I hear you. Even if that moment you don't even know why it's there or what it means mm -hmm. or why it's giving you mm -hmm. the, the signal, that's where I, I should start to, to become connected with your body. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, meditation helps and guided meditations and, and stuff in the body scan. But yeah, mm -hmm. you, because when you are doing something that is not aligned, mm -hmm. if you have a job that you don't like mm -hmm. or if you have a friendship you don't like mm -hmm. or a relationship, you will feel emotional pain. And emotional pain is your compass. Mm. So it's, it's telling you to change direction. Mm -hmm. and, and what I hear is, it's almost like acknowledging what's happening in your body. It's in your mind, mm. you acknowledge what's happening in your body. So if yes. you're feeling that this is not right, you acknowledge to say, hey, there's something here, I hear you, I 
I yes. feel you and acknowledge yes. it, the, the small little things and yes. not just, you know, ignore it and say, ah, no, you know, and, and then kind mm-hmm. of override it with reasonings in override our head. Override it, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, mm. yeah. And just keep on paying attention because sometimes, so this is the difficult part, sometimes it could be a, a trigger from your childhood mm-hmm. and then... Uh, the important thing is to actually uh, calm your nervous system Mm -hmm. and then it was a false alarm so you're so because things from the trauma from the past that is stored in your nervous system Mm -hmm. but sometimes it is you know a signal that is that there's incongruency Mm -hmm. you should change things so but that is like the 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 pro uh (laughs) version of it first you start by acknowledging it and then later on you will you will you will learn to listen what is the difference between an old trigger or or is this an emotional compass that is teaching me a direction i should go to Mm -hmm. okay Um, and at the same time even to to say the last thing about this mm -hmm. the same time a trigger from the past can still be a signal because we recognize toxic traits from the past. Mm-hmm. We recognize that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes your body goes off in this huge trigger, this huge alarm system, like a big barking dog. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but wait, this is this is way too much overreacting for the thing that just happened. Yep. But it could be that it recognized actually a toxic trait yep. from something from your past in that person. So still, you should pay attention again. Yeah. Wow. It's... It's so powerful what our body remembers and how mm. it gives us a warning system to say yes. that, yep, I'm giving you a warning. You know, if you see mm. this, it's going to head towards that direction and you don't want to go there, you know. Yes, Stop exactly. and create some boundaries for yourself and don't go yes. there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> boundaries and needs. Boundaries and needs are both in your body, but a lot of people that grow up in unstable childhoods, mm-hmm. um, they um, a lot of the times the parents didn't say that their ve- their needs were valid mm. or they didn't listen to those needs. So okay. we learn to not express those needs. Okay. But they are still in the body because that's that's we are unique. So we are people with very different kinds of needs and boundaries. So they are valid. So the moment you have a need that your mind says it's ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but it's not because it's who you are and you are unique and you are allowed to to, uh, express that need. Mm -hmm. And you are allowed when people really don't listen to those needs or don't do anything with it to say, okay, then this is not my thing anymore. Mm. Yeah. Kind of like if we suppress our needs and feel that it's not valid to express it, Firstly, there is this subconscious frustration that you are never getting your yeah. need. And yes. then it, when this, this frustration is suppressed, it kind of manifests in some ugly ways. It's screaming it to come, come out up. and it just comes out in explosive ways. Probably in anger, exactly. Yeah. Probably in anger and frustration mm-hmm. and, and an annoy, uh, irritations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if we deny our needs yep. and we don't express them and we don't do that for for a longer time, yep. that's when we get super annoyed by people or angry, etc. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it it makes so much sense to mm. sometimes when we see we see personalities and we think like, why does this person behave like this? You know, then yeah. there, there must be some needs that has been suppressed or exactly. never acknowledged yeah. and it just yes. turns ugly and it, it manifests itself in strange ways. Mm, yes, wow. yes, for sure. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay, so I'm, I'm conscious of time and I also want to kind of wrap this up for now, for this episode, yeah. but I'm... Yeah. Oh, but then, not that, like as you said, the vibration in me is telling me there will be many more episodes that we'll be doing exactly. together. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to kind of just wrap this up kind of with um, some advice from you for people who are new to sense making and who are stuck in a relationship which they feel could be better. What is mm-hmm. your one advice to someone who? wants a better relationship? Mm, that's a good one. Where should they I start? Think, well, actually, they should start by... Okay, so if there is an ideal world mm-hmm. and you would be the boss of that world mm-hmm. and you would ha- just be able to express all your needs and they would all be fulfilled... Mm-hmm. What, what, what would those needs be, mm. are? Mm. So what you do is actually you, you step out of the relationship like with your mind for a second mm-hmm. and then you just start writing down the needs. So it mm-hmm. could be uh, cuddling or it could be deeper conversations or it could be whatever. It can be 10 or, or 15 things. Mm-hmm. And then you put them into an order. So what is the most important one mm-hmm. what is the second one etc mm-hmm. so you can also be see like because no no one is perfect no one can fulfill your needs completely mm-hmm. but we are able to compromise okay. so when you have a clear view on your needs and mm-hmm. how and which one are important mm-hmm. then you can uh, discuss this with with your partner because if you don't know what your needs are mm-hmm. your partner for sure doesn't know what <laughs> okay. your needs are so you should you should talk about these like and, and and not in an attacking way like I have these needs and you should follow them up but yeah. also it's interesting to see where do the needs come from mm-hmm. and why can the partner not um, um, follow these these needs what is going on with him maybe there's childhood tra- trauma with him as well that mm-hmm. he cannot do this mm-hmm. or so yeah start with your needs writing okay. them down and making it really concrete okay and that brings me also to think about being able to distinguish between what is a need and what is a strategy. The, the, dis- the distinction between need and strategy is kind of like need is universal to all human beings mm. yeah. and the degree of that particular need may differ but the need mm-hmm. will always be universal. There is a need yes. for feeling That's love true. and yes. some people... And that comes to the strategy. Some people feel loved by having cuddles. Some people feel loved by being heard. Some people feel loved Mm. by holding hands. Some people feel loved by, you know, having a meal cooked. So that part of it is the strategy. But the feeling of being loved, Mm. that is the need. Mm. And to identify that needs a lot of thinking and reflection and introspective. For sure. And then, you know, when it comes to the, the strategies, mm-hmm. there are the five long love languages. Mm-hmm. You, you can Google that and, and do mm-hmm. a test. Yep. Um, I mean, like you said, acts of service, compliments, physical touch, mm-hmm. uh, quality time. Mm-hmm. We all have our we all have our language mm-hmm. in how we actually receive the mm-hmm. love. Yep. So with which glasses we actually look at it. How, how do we ref- how do we re- how do we feel that we receive the love mm-hmm. and how we give the love t- to another person? Because mm-hmm. if I'm not really a cuddler, 
So my ex was a huge cuddler. So yeah. whenever he would cuddle with me, I didn't necessarily feel loved. Yeah. And I didn't cuddle so much with him, but if I didn't, he wouldn't feel feel loved. So yep. if you if you really learn to speak each other's languages, and it's not like a, a problem to cuddle a little bit more or to cook a little bit more yep. or yep. to spend some more quality time, if it's not a problem, then it's so easy to actually fulfill each other's needs. Yeah. And, and you're not losing yourself in that process because that's super important as well. Yeah. Because I don't like cooking, for example. So if I would cook every day, I would get super grumpy and I would tend to resent the other person. Mm -hmm. So you still have to be honest and true to who you are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, this is so beautiful, Tamara. I feel like mm. there's so much more conversations that we're going to have. And I yeah. will definitely want to break it up into different episodes. Um, Tamara, thank you. Thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. It has been really enlightening. And yes. the vibrations that I feel is so real. It really makes me feel that that there's a spark and there's a connection, not only between us, but for me, mm -hmm. it feels like I'm aligning something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And it feels very special. So I want to thank yeah, you well, for this. Thank you, because you were so great at expressing things that I couldn't find the words for. And then he's like, oh, you mean this and this and that? I'm like, yeah, this is exactly <laughs> it. So this is this is exactly, uh, 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 this is telling us that we are ex in, in the same frequency as mm -hmm. well. So I have exactly the same feeling, yeah. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much and we will talk next. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Okay, so for our listeners out there, I will be sharing some show notes and I will be sharing with you Tamara's contact details, her website, and you can get in touch with her if you want to get to know more and read up on her articles. It's really fantastic. And I thank you for tuning in to Inoculate and see you at our next episode. Bye-bye for now.